Welcome back to the Mindset Design Podcast with your host. That's me, Arlen. And the purpose of this podcast is it's a couple things. I mean, the first one that I say through each episode is to help people think independently, to teach people how to design their mind, which then eventually will lead them to designing their reality because our thoughts are the cause of our actions and then our actions obviously dictate what happens to us and ultimately we're able to if we can control our thoughts control our reality but you know the other side of it is really helping people to wake up you know i made a video about two or three months ago called the deathbed theory on youtube and it's you know kind of a very flashy like it's definitely not eckhart tolle if that makes sense you know it's very flashy you know hot chicks travel the world manifest your dream life type video. But at the core of it is the same message as Eckhart Tolle, the same message as uh, a Sadhguru or an Esther Hicks, which is essentially to wake up. And so I wanted to start this podcast off by talking and sharing uh, this story from a book called The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz, who also wrote The Four Agreements, his probably most popular book. But this is a story that always resonates with me. And the more I go through life, and the first time I read this was over a year and a half ago. Um, and the more I go through life, the more this really just seems to be true. And it's so cool to have these experiences and just, you know, everything I'm doing with Maxi, creating the types of change I'm seeing in people, literally waking people up. This story just comes to life before my eyes. So I wanted to share this. And then I also wanted to share you know, my take on the Great Awakening because. This is something I've sort of kept my own voice quiet about, but I think it's finally time to talk about it and share my opinion, perspective, and experience. And then hopefully starts a conversation between me and you and potentially people in your life too. So I'm gonna start off with the story. Again, it's from The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. And here it goes. There's an old story from India about the god Brahma, who was all alone. Nothing existed but Brahma, and he was completely bored. Brahma decided to play a game, but there was no one to play the game with. So he created a beautiful goddess, Maya, just for the purpose of having fun. Once Maya existed, and Brahma told her the purpose of her existence, she said, okay, let's play the most wonderful game, but you have to do what I tell you to do. Brahma agreed. And following Maya's instructions, he created the whole universe. Brahma created the sun and the stars and the moon and the planets. He created life on earth, the animals, the oceans, the atmosphere, everything. Maya said, how beautiful is this world of illusion you have created? Now I want you to create a kind of animal that is so intelligent and aware that it can appreciate your creation. Finally, Brahma created humans. And after he finished the creation, he asked Maya when the game was going to start. We will start right now, she said. She took Brahma and cut him into thousands of teeny tiny pieces. She put a piece inside every human and said, now the game begins. I am going to make you forget what you are and you are going to try to find yourself. Maya created the dream and still, even today, Brahma is trying to remember who he is. Brahma is there inside of you, and Maya is stopping you from remembering what you are. When you awake from the dream, you become Brahma again and reclaim your divinity. 
Then, if Brahma inside you says, okay, I am awake, what about the rest of me? You know the trick of Maya, and you can share the truth with others who are going to wake up too. Two people who are sober in the party can have more fun. Three people who are sober is even better. Begin with yourself. Then, others will start to change, until the whole dream, the whole party, is sober. So that's the idea, that's the story. And, you know, a couple things that really resonate with me off the bat are, first, you know, obviously Brahma is the creation god in the Hindu tradition, and Maya is this idea of the illusion, you know, the smoky mirror, the part of life that literally makes us low vibration, the part of life that makes us identify with the limitations in life, with the things that are holding us back, with the illusion. It makes us think that we are not capable of living our dreams. We are at the foot or control of someone else. But the sooner that we wake up, the sooner that we remember exactly who we are, life just gets so much better. And like the story says, two people at a party is better than, sober at a party is better than one. And three people sober at a party just makes it even more fun. Um, because, you know, it, you can probably relate to that. If you're at a party and everyone's hammered and you're the only sober one, it's just kind of strange. You know, everyone's in this low vibration state and there's nothing wrong with having a drink once in a while, of course. However, at least in my experience, when you drink all the time and you're just kind of succumbing to thinking that being drunk is better than being sober, well, you're taking away your own power. And you forget that you can have just as much fun, actually more fun, sober, aka awake, than asleep. And so, now we kind of start talking about the Great Awakening, and, and that's why I've been thinking about this a lot lately, because I literally see more people around me sobering up than ever before. More people are waking up. I hosted a maxi live call this morning and I asked uh, some of the people on the call, what does waking up mean to you? One of our regulars, I guess, Hunter, said that for him waking up means not following the system, you know, not doing what everyone expects you to do or what society expects you to do, following your own path. And you know, I totally agree with that. And I also think that it means waking up spiritually to this idea that we are literally all connected. Like we, like, yeah, of course, you can think of it spiritually and tell these old stories like, oh, you know, we're all one and, you know, whatever. But the truth is that we're all made of particles on a, on a, like a microscopic level. If you zoom in, we're all just made of these small, tiny vibrating particles. That's why these spiritual people talk about vibration is because if you looked at everyone and everything under a microscope, you would see that we're all made of particles. You know, the air we breathe is made of particles. The laptop or phone that you're listening to this podcast on is made of particles. My hands are made of particles. Your hands are made of particles. So if everything is composed of the same small vibrating element of matter, then of course we're all connected because we're all made of the same thing. And it's simply an illusion, a maya, to think that we're separate. So there's a couple of illusions going on. One is this illusion of separation, of division, uh, which seems to be a popular narrative these days. You know, lots of division you see in the world that says, you know, I am this and you are that and we are separate and we are different, which to, you know, a certain extent is somewhat true. But the greater truth is that, look, the experience that we have on Earth is a small portion of the millions and 
billions and trillions of uh, eternities, years, that the universe exists. And so we are literally a part of a whole that has been going on for a while. And just in this moment, this brief moment in time that we call our human life, we are, we are, you know, we're experiencing a human form. Now your skin might be white, your skin might be black, you might be Asian, you might be straight, you might be gay, you might be, you might identify with any number of classifications. But at the end of the day, you know, and by the end of the day, I mean, like, when you have 10 minutes left to live, and you're, you know, 100 years old, or whatever, on your deathbed, it doesn't, that stuff doesn't really matter. You know, what matters is your consciousness, you identifying with the fact that underneath all your skin and bones and everything, you are simply aware of an experience. And that's what you are doing here on Earth. And that's something that I want to get into now is kind of like my awakening, okay, and how I sort of started to realize this. And so I think what happens with awakening and how awakening happens and why I believe right now we are in a great awakening is because for me, I, I guess you could say woke up in around late 2012, the, the process, and I know that's kind of ironic because 2012 is like the year the Mayans said this, all this crazy stuff was gonna happen. And for me, that's kind of when it, it really happened. Um, but yeah, early 2000s, I was going through an immense amount of negative thoughts, anxiety, and symptoms of depression. And I've spoke about this at length a ton of times um, on even on this podcast, but across YouTube and all my platforms, where I describe this time where it was literally like an inner prison, an inner mental shitstorm <laughs> that I had created for myself. And it was through this pressure that ultimately I finally woke up. And of course, everyone wakes up differently. You know, for me, it was learning about neuroplasticity and how the brain works and then changing your brain, you know, and, and learning about meditation, distancing yourself from your thoughts, stopping identifying from your thoughts, and then learning to consciously choose your thoughts. So that was kind of my journey. You know, I, w I woke up, okay, and I literally started to see the world differently. And I couldn't even believe that I went my whole life without being aware of this truth. And I find it interesting too, like the type of people that I attract to listen to this podcast. I, I wonder sometimes, you know, what we have to do to wake more people up. Do I title a podcast, The Great Awakening? Or, you know, as I always actually have consciously done in the past, do I make party videos? Because party videos resonate with an audience of people who, to my understanding, haven't quite woken up yet. I and mean, of course they could have, because I, I, I consider myself someone who is, quote, woken up. And again, it's not, you know, it has nothing to do with like a, a spiritual wokeness of superiority. It's literally just like, it's like, have you woken up to being aware that you are more than this human experience? And what are you gonna do with that? And, you know, so what I did in, what I did in college, because I realized that when I was younger, going through my series of, I guess you could call them like episodes of anxiety, insomnia, um, uh, anxiety attacks, panic attacks, I wasn't interested in personal development. I, there's no way I would have listened to a podcast called Mindset Design and, uh, and listened to a podcast about spiritual growth. There's just absolutely no way I would have done that. It's just like, that does, did not resonate with me. I was looking for, you know, 
uh, cool college parties, funny YouTube videos, and hot chicks. That's what I was looking for. And I was like, what is college like? I was watching American Pie. So once I got to college, I was like, all right, if I want to really impact the younger version of myself, AKA not even younger, like age-wise, like younger spiritually, people who haven't woken up yet, then perhaps it's my best in my best interest to draw in attention through some sort of disguise, like a, a disguise of like, oh, it's just this kid who parties, you know, he's like me. But then what would happen is I would attract these large numbers of people through my videos. And then a couple videos later, just drop a video like, oh, by the way, I've been going through this anxiety thing, or I had been through this thing and here's how, how I got out of it. And that type of, I guess you could call it funnel, just through the mere evidence of seeing the reactions of people and direct messages I've gotten over the last many years, seeing the response I've gotten out of people using Maxi, like that worked. So, you know, I, I guess I view this podcast now as something where I feel like I, I've grown with my audience spiritually. And so I sort of create this with the intention of speaking to people who pretty much have already woken up and are looking to wake up more people around them. Now, I think that there's a great saying that uh, the great Robert Kiyosaki said to me on our um, phone conversation about five or six week, weeks ago, where he said to me, Arlen, because I asked him, I literally asked him the question, Mr. Kiyosaki, what do you think is the best way to wake people up? And he said to me, don't teach pigs to sing. It wastes your time and it annoys the pig. So, you know, he's not, he's not um, speaking down to people, once again, who have not, quote, woken up. But what he's saying is, stop trying to get people to wake up. Like, they will wake up when it's time. You know, like, when I was going through my periods of anxiety, there's just no way if any, any someone else came up to me and was like, hey, you should, you know, check out this book. Like, I wouldn't have been down. I just, that would not have resonated with me at all. But what did resonate with me was discovering it almost accidentally on my own. It was just like I had hit rock bottom and I, and I just, it just lifted, like the veil lifted from my, from over my head. And I was able to finally see more clearly and understand that there was hope and there's an ability to not only create your future, but live in a constant state of enjoyment and enthusiasm. So you may be wondering, you know, okay, well, that's cool. So what do I do? Now, like I said, don't teach pigs to sing. And obviously that means don't try to tell your friends who aren't into spirituality, like to wake up, but lead by example, you know, start something of your own, start creating. Creation is one of the highest level forms of energy. When you are creating from a place of inspiration, like if you feel compelled to do something, like for me, it was creating YouTube videos. You know, perhaps even if, even if I hadn't chosen the route I did of making party videos, perhaps I still would have woken people up. Someone I think who does a really great job at this waking up stuff is Aaron Dowdy. Um, he has a really expansive YouTube channel where he pretty much exclusively talks about all of these very foreign concepts. And the Great Awakening is, I don't think it's something that he originally coined, but he makes a new video about the Great Awakening like once a week. And uh, I think it does a great job of helping people kind of open up to this. And another, another thing I'm seeing, of course, the media is not talking about the Great Awakening. The vast majority of social media is not talking about any sort of Great Awakening. But what we do see is that there is a greater narrative that people are craving. Like people are tired of the negativity on the news. 
people are tired of all of these rumors going around and, and hate going around the media. And they're, they're craving an alternative narrative. So what I'm here to give to you is the opportunity to create your own narrative. Let that sink in. I mean, you're craving a narrative, but why don't you just create one for yourself? Who's to say that you have to take someone else's narrative? And that's the reason I created Maxi. I give people the opportunity to write the chapters of their own life. I help people to stop being programmed by other people's agendas, by other people's narratives. And I say, well, why, why don't you just set your own agenda? And I walk people through exactly how to do that. Um, and to be honest, you don't even need to join Maxi to, to do that. It's like as simple as just scripting your life. Like just literally write down, how do you want your life to go? Review that on a consistent basis. And that's pretty much it. Um, of course, my years and years of experience might shorten the process. And I think this, I truly think the system I've created is ch not only changing the world now, but on a path to changing the world in really expansive ways. And I'm super excited to do that. But, you know, whatever. I, it, the point is, you listening, um, probably if you're resonating with this, you're probably in that waking up stage. You may even be in like, a, if, you've, if you've heard of the levels of consciousness, which is a scale you can just Google by David R. Hawkins. He talks about a zero to 100 scale where the lower end of the spectrum from zero to like 200 is considered dark energy, low vibration energy. That's like fear and anger, which is honestly what the most of the world is in. Although you'll look around and you'll see more and more people are waking up to the fact that this is not true. Like you don't have to live in that fear. You don't have to live in that uh, anger all the time. But you listening, you're probably above that 200 line. You're probably up in like 300, even 400 range, uh, potentially even 500. 300 range is pretty much reason, courage, motivation. And you may be listening to this kind of getting motivated and inspired. And if that's resonating with you, then what I might urge you to do to move up to like a 400, 500 is to take this inspiration, this wisdom, capture it. If you're already in Maxi to add something to your master vision, and if you're not already in Maxi, to join Maxi, <laughs> or to you know set your own narrative, as I just explained, and then from there, the way to set. So you, first, you set an intention. Okay, that's step one. Step two is you review that intention consistently, and then step three is you take consistent action. But you have to understand that you're not going to take consistent action. Like you're not going to actually change unless you start changing from the core, which is the core of your life, which is the core of your, you know, your thoughts. And it comes from within as within. So without that's kind of an old hermetic axiom. Hermes Trismegistus was like one of the first dudes to kind of write all this stuff down on this thing called the Emerald tablet. And he, he's, he's called Hermes Trismegistus because he supposedly lived to be 300 years old. So it's like Hermes thrice great. I don't know. I, I found all those old texts to be extremely interesting however esoteric they might be. You might not find them interesting. You might just want to hear whatever, you know, Esther Hicks has to say, or, or like Rhonda Burns who made that movie, The Secret. Wherever you're at, it doesn't really matter. The point is set an intention to help people, to help wake other people up in whatever way that might be. And, you know, knowing this too, I think it's, this is one thing that I kind of contemplate a lot where we look around and we see this, vast spectrum of consciousness in the world. We see so many people who have totally woken up who are doing incredible things. Like, you know, someone I, I think of like Aaron Dowdy, uh, Quasi Joe here is one of my good friends who we've kind of been waking up for 
couple of years and we've been good buddies for a while. Uh, Brody Kern, one of my mentors, Maggie McDonald, you guys know Maggie, she's like very awake. And Emma has been waking up a lot lately too, like all the self-development stuff she's been doing and, and meditation, I've been ch chatting with her about it. It's so cool to see. What I wonder about is like, how do we bring more people up? Because one thing I know for sure is that one person's way of moving up, like for example, I just told you, if you're listening to this podcast, how do you get someone to wake up from, you know, a state of reason to a state of, of action, enthusiasm, and love? Like that's probably where you want to be. You probably want to be creating something for someone else rather than consuming something and kind of be intellectually stimulated like you are right now. You'd probably rather be creating. But what I'm most fascinated in is how do you, how do we raise the collective consciousness the most? How do we, like, I guess Robert Kiyosaki said, don't teach pigs to sing. So do we just not even worry about all these people who are asleep at the wheel? Do we just not even worry about them? Or do we kind of create devices to move them out of that state? Or do we even have to do that? Is it already happening? I don't know. I mean, I didn't need any tools. It just kind of happened to me. It just kind of happened. So I've been going on for 21 minutes or so. The last thing I'll offer you, if you aren't already part of Maxi, is to take the two-minute mindset audit on maximindset.com, which will, it's like literally takes two minutes or less to answer a few questions. And then I send you a video based on your answers that teaches you how to basically get in control of your life and see if Maxi is a good fit, which by the way, is only the price of a salad per month. And many people say it's the best investment they've ever made. <laughs> and you don't have to take my word for it. You can just read the testimonials. And I'd love to have you in the community. If, if you join, if you decide to join, shoot me a message, introduce yourself and introduce yourself in the community because that's one thing people are really liking the most is just this dope vibe of amazing people. Um, who are all looking to better themselves and better the world. But the last thing I'll say is if you decide not to do that, that's cool too. But enjoy the rest of your day. Go create something. Don't just sit on this. And uh, like I said, you are looking for more intellectual stimulation. That's okay. But the way to move up in the world, the way to feel better, like if you're chasing a feeling, the best feeling to have is to create something meaningful and to share with people. So set an intention take action on that intention and then do that consistently. And that's pretty much how you win. And I think that's also how we're going to win in the long term. You know, I think we really are living in a time where there's a lot of corruption and strange things going on behind the scenes. There's just, there's so much strange things going on. People in power, potentially even like psychopaths in power, which is a scary thought because I personally have come into contact with psychopaths. And I thought they were just, I thought that a psychopath was just like a, a word and like a, you know, you hear about like history class or you just hear about them. But once I actually met one, I was like, wow, they actually exist. So the only thing I imagine now that's happening is like, what if there's a psychopath out there that's just like filthy rich and is trying to put their agenda around the world through like media and brainwashing. And I kind of fear that a little bit, but not really because I have confidence in all the people who have already woken up, who know that they are so much more powerful by empowering others you know, like I'm, like I'm doing with this podcast, then, you know, it's so much more powerful to empower others than it is to control others. It is so much more powerful to empower others than it is to try to control them. And it's, it's kind of an oxymoron. It's like this, the moment you give up your control, the moment you give up your secrets, the more control you have, <laughs> which is funny. 
But, you know, the, the less of an interest control really becomes rather than empowering and giving others control. So I want you to control your own life. I want you to control your own narrative. Go ahead and do that. And I'll see you on the next episode of Mindset Design. If you enjoyed this podcast, shoot me a DM, podcast. With the, the first word should be podcast and then share your thoughts. And I would love to hear them. And with that being said, have a great rest of your day. And I'll talk to you in the DMs. Peace.